Our story begins August 8th, 1993, right before the last season the Buffalo Bills would ever make it to the Super Bowl. On this day, two beautiful young lovers made sweet romance, presumably in a 1981 cherry red Chevrolet Malibu while listening to Heart Shaped Box on the radio. Three months later, the lovely young glowing lady would inform her lover that she was pregnant. The two, overcome with joy, would spend the next few months discussing the name of their beautiful baby boy. (laughs) The father's father would advocate thoroughly the name the child Beowulf after the epic legend and probably after how swole the father was. (laughs) This name would not stick, but one thing was for sure. The child would bear the suffix of the second. Not because he's carrying on any names, but because the father thought it was cool. And that child will carry that swagger throughout his entire life. Then, on May 16th, 1994, the child was born, and much like Jesus and the opposite of Jesus, we don't hear much about him until his 13th year when he starts slinging the pitskin at Brandon High School in M-I-S-S Zippy. His sophomore year... 2012, he led Brandon to a 6A division championship where Brandon Bulldogs ultimately lost, but it didn't stop this legend from growing. He remained the starter for the rest of his high school career and was touted as the 70th best pro-style quarterback with a three-star recruit rating. He committed to playing football at Troy College and then proceeded to graduate high school early to get a jump start on his education at Troy. He stayed there for only a semester before transferring to Juco Northwest Mississippi Community College. His college football career began at Northwest Mississippi Community College, where he led the them to an NJCAA National Football Chan- Championship on 3,228 passing yards. Deciding to see the world, he then transferred again to East Carolina University in 2016. After showcasing his talent, fo- talent football juggernaut Alabama Crimson Tide reached out to their protagonist and said, Hey, why don't you come play back up for Jalen Hurts and Tua and win a national championship? He immediately took them off on his offer until the content machine Mike Leach came and said, come lead the league in passing, and an offer he couldn't refuse, much to the disdain of Nick Saban. But to be fair, nothing satisfies Saban. (laughs) He helped lead Washington State to a school record-breaking 11 wins in 2018. In his third game as his school's starting quarterback, he passed for a career-high 470 yards and a school-record 78.9% completion rating in a 59-24 victory over Eastern Washington. On November 17th, he threw for 473 passing yards and broke another school record with seven passing touchdowns against Arizona. At the end of the 2018 regular season, he led... FBS in passing completions, 433, pass attempts, 613, passing yards per game, 367.6, and was second in passing yards, 4,477, and finished in the top five with 38 touchdowns. During Washington State's Alamo Bowl win over Iowa State, he claimed a Pac-12 single-season record for most passing yards, a record previously held by Jared Goff. When he was there, he developed a cool down routine of band stretches while completely naked or occasionally in a jock strap. If you ever saw him around campus, you could probably see him in his signature aviators and headband, Vanilla Crown Royal tucked into the waistband of his cut-off jeans, <laughs> rocking his mustache. He was awarded the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award as the nation's top senior or fourth-year quarterback. He was named the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year for 2018. He finished fifth in Heisman votes. He was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the sixth round, 178th overall 
of the 2019 NFL Draft. When he came to Jacksonville, he bought a $10 mattress on Facebook Marketplace and made himself at home. <laughs> now, after week two of the NFL, of the NFL, fans are welcoming Garter Flint Minshew II into theirs. Man, I want him to be good so bad. <laughs> he is the... He's a Jacksonville quarterback. Tell me I'm wrong. If I've ever seen one in my fucking life, yes. You mean he you mean the most he's Jacksonville quarterback? You mean he's irrelevant? Uh, you no. were just you fucking time to put on. Why your do you like right, Mason Rudolph fan? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> give us Mason. Everybody. Give us Mason. All right, here's Tommy Johns for Ben for you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! I hope Damn. He has, I hope he has complications during the surgery. I mean, it's like a eighteen to twenty-four month type thing too. He, I'm telling you, it's like career-ending. When we watched it happen, uh, my dad's really big into baseball and analytics and stuff like that because he does he does baseball fantasy and he pays attention to all that shit. The moment Ben's arm went down, my dad was like, "Oh no, that looks like ligament. He might have Tommy John's." I was like, "But this football player, I, I the last time." Uh, I, that I can remember a football player getting Tommy John surgery or something like that was Carson Palmer, and he was never the same. But he also chose to not get the surgery, but he tore the ligament and just tried to wait it out. But, like, I, I think you get something like that as a pitcher and you're on the shelf for two years. It happens as a quarterback who's almost 40. I think you're done. Well, we're gonna, we were going to go through. I wasn't going to start with that. Well, we did. We did. I mean, I wasn't. I I knew he was going to say something about Gardner zero and two Minshew, but first game he entered late, <laughs> and he played one of the best teams in football. He entered late actually, the but he did. But he didn't like. He wasn't ready for that. Shit. He almost, he would have won the second game if you know Marone didn't take the balls out of the the hot hands. Yeah, I don't know why he ran it. Huh? No, he he was. I was so proud of Marone at first, going for two on the road. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I was proud, too. <laughs> like, the if, Bad Pod boys were proud of Doug Marone for I was going like, for two on the road. Fuck, yeah, you, got the, you got it. This is going to happen. This is what's up. And then instead of using Minshew II, the legend, in the making. Who got you the 70 yards down the field to score? Yeah, he put the team on his back for that drive. Like, he just gave it to Fournette. And we all know Fournette chokes This is and then hurts this his is elbow. His, this is... Let's drive with something out of Deshaun Watson's rookie year. Yeah. It's very similar. He's a rookie. He wasn't game planned around for the to be the leader this offseason. He was throwing Nick into Foles it. Nick Foles was, yeah. Like and Nick Foles is uh more of a He's not the jock strap we wanted, but he's the jock strap we have now. Right. You just gotta kinda jock strap it on. You know what I mean? Go for a ride. Welcome to Football After Dark, everybody. Yeah, I mean, Minshew could show. just be flapping around. <laughs> he could just be flapping around. Drop your straps on and get ready for this episode. We got a lot to go over. A lot happened in football this week. A yeah. fucking lot. Um, I was literally just going to like go down the list of games because I feel like something happened in all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something did. So if, like, unlike last episode where we didn't talk about the Thursday night game at all because um, we didn't. Well, we did briefly, but we did an episode right before the football Oh, that's right. Started. We did do that. Our episodes got like weird. We did like two episodes in like four days. Yeah, well, it's we wanted to catch up on some shit. Yeah, it was worth um, doing. So Carolina and Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, winning that game by a score that's forgettable because the game was awful. Well, yeah, and the only thing that matters about that game is Winston got to eat a W and avoid a losing all time record. <laughs> so <laughs> is something wrong with Cam? 
Oh yeah, because yeah. like he hot got, damn, like he got hurty shoulder. I went back, and, they, and then they said that uh, he reaggravated his foot injury too. I mean, and he's getting old. Did you see him dressing like a grandma? Yeah, <laughs> I made sure I, I traded him away in fantasy. I was gonna say there were like a lot of throws in that game. Like we watched the majority of that game. Right. I'm not trying to say that every single quarterback has to like. Not everyone's gonna throw for, you know. 85 to 70 like 75 to 85 percent of passes especially when you're like a lot of your throws are deep down the field cam newton was missing people with we all by like 10 yards we never said that he was like a great passer or anything but we knew that his he was he was an average passer but we knew his lethalness lethalness lethality lethality yeah came from his legs because you never knew when he could just take off right and, and he took he, off he was quick and he seemingly he can't take off right now because of a foot sprain right so they're just basic they're basically just relying on him to throw the ball down the field and i told i think it was you i don't remember if it was you or not that last year every single time you bring oh man he has Kerr has a complete percentage yeah because he's throwing check downs to christian mccaffrey right. he didn't even do that Right. He did none of that yesterday. He just kept trying to kept trying to force it downfield. Kept trying to get the ball down the field to DJ Moore. And uh he threw the ball to Greg Olson Greg Olson a lot and Olson was okay. Olson did really well that game actually. Even for being questionable to play with a back injury. Yeah, yeah. he did he did fairly well. Greg Olson's still great. A lot of people for kinda of like forgot about him coming into this year. Should the Panthers have just sat Cam Newton Probably. and done what Andrew Luck did and yeah. just sit him. Probably and play Will Greer all year. I don't Probably. well like it's it's I don't know if I don't know if it's a shoulder because like I said this passing isn't anything new but he's required to take more shots down the field right now because right. he's not able to run on his foot. He has probably more of an issue with his he, foot than he, his shoulder. He okay. probably just needs to, you know, they probably just needed to sit out a couple more weeks to get his foot together. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw reports coming into like Friday or something that Cam's not playing. Mm-hmm. Which he, is he was, already coming out the same he might not play yeah right. i would not be surprised to see it the other thing from that game um i don't want it i mean it's week two i'm not we're not into the business of changing our nick wright said that this morning he's like i'm not in the business of changing my preseason predictions an eighth end of the year is tampa bay better than they th- than we think they are no no or are they, they just playing just a bad team well Jameis Winston sucks. Well, no, no, no. I understand. No, outside of Jameis. Oh, outside of Jameis, I know. Outside of Jameis. They have... Because the two things they were awful at last year were running the ball and their defensive backs gave up like 400 yards passing. Right. So far, they That's, haven't done those two things. Right. But they have different problems on their hands now. Jameis? They, have, they still have their biggest issue last year, which was Jameis. Remember the whole yeah. fucking drama between him and Fitzpatrick bouncing back and yeah, forth? Yeah, no, no, I understand. I understand that hasn't still... He hasn't improved. No, he's not improved at all. So, like, they still have that. The biggest problem you could have on a football team is still present, which means you will not have a winning season. I'm not saying they're going to have a winning season. I'm just saying, like, is the team itself better than we thought it was? That's exactly what I thought I mean, because they be. were in a dogfight with... The 49ers, who were like, oh, man, maybe the 49ers, 49ers aren't that good. No, then, then they just whack, like, whacked the living shit out of the Bengals. No, I think that's a different thing, actually. I think it's uh, I think it's Garoppolo getting comfortable again. Is Garoppolo getting comfortable well, we were the Bengals talk, I, being I, I'm, trash? But, I'm bleeding game. Yeah, in but the we'll, games, we'll but, go into that. But yeah. I, it's, 
a lot of people don't really know what to come what's coming out of uh Tampa Tampa Bay right now with the you know the front office change and Bruce Arians coming in and everything yet taking the year off he's obviously not going to do the same thing he did in Arizona when he only had David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald so it's you're seeing him a lot better staffed mm-hmm. like offensively so people are still getting used to what they're seeing out there um Mike Evans hasn't looked great but that could just be them I haven't watched the tape, but I don't know if he's getting doubled a lot or. I mean, uh, a lot of it is Jameis. Um, he's, but I mean, he's able to if he's able to connect with Chris Godwin. I'm sure he's able to connect with a lot of his throws. Because um, I obviously I watched I watched their first game against San Fran back. I watched um, a lot of the condensed version of the game, which cuts out all the BS and stuff. A lot of the throws to Evans are. The ones that aren't completed are basically either just wildly off target or like he hasn't had drops. Mm-hmm. Like it's mostly been either he's just he's just open and Jameis misses him or the coverage is really good and the defender breaks it up. Um, also, week one, he was again, we're talking about injuries. He yeah, had like a flu. groin injury and he was sick. So, and then he had to play two games in 10 days. So, Evans, I think, is going to be okay. I think Godwin's just the more healthy receiver. All right. So, but that game was Thursday, and now the Carolina Panthers are 0 2. Jameis is. I don't know how to Jameis is odd year Cam, and I hate it. Jameis is one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch in the pocket. Because he's he almost like has a sixth sense in the pocket, mm-hmm. and he he know he's very comfortable in the pocket. He knows where he has to be, and sometimes he gets too comfortable, and that's where the fumbles come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like just watching his movement in the pocket and navigating through the line breaking down is one of the like most fun. Yeah, just he needs to, to be have accurate. watching the fo- his watching accuracy throws is the so ball. bad. Right, yeah. it's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Everything prior to the throw, it's really impressive. Jameis is impressive once. Like he starts to throw, that's when you go, "Oh no!" Yeah. Like <laughs> James, no, like, James, no, don't do that. Just run around for a little bit. It's fun. It's just the, the W you want to eat. Need to get some of that. Uh, you just need to watch more tape on Aaron Rodgers and watch as the play breaks down and just right. finds a person down the field. Yeah, it's a. Um, should the Colts cut Adam Vinatieri? Uh, Adam he's Vinatieri probably retiring. Yeah, Adam Terry is probably retiring. He's probably not. Really? Now he's coming out no. now saying he's not going to. No. Man, it, I did think the fucking be- video of Pat McAfee getting his jersey back on and then doing a fucking field goal kick, and then like using it as a as an ode to Adam Vinatieri, and then at the same time an ad for I think DraftKings or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he's genius. a fucking genius. <laughs> um, I mean, he- no, Adam's not retiring right now. He's the leader of that locker room. He feels this is the first time, like, you know, in his career that he's felt like he's, like, really letting his team down. It's so the uh, you'll hear from me, you know, Tuesday or whatever was mostly just like him going to talk to the press, like, hey, this, like, this really sucks right now. You know, I like, I'm not being there for my team when I should. Uh, you know, it's worked out. It worked out yesterday. Uh, Two but, days ago. 
well, yeah, whenever he talked, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, ta- I thought you were talking about the game. Yeah, but uh, it all worked out then, but, you know, there's a chance that it wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's just the first time in his fucking 20-year career that it's happening. Yeah. And, like, like Pat McAfee says, like, fuck it, he... He's allowed to have those misses. He's been perfect for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's and that's 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 fair. That's really fair. I, I think he'll he'll be fine then. I, I'm not. He'll bounce back. I hope. I mean, they're if he continues. If he continues, they're to drop, two and he's gonna see he, I mean, they won despite him. Right. Missing a lot of kicks. He's the in this time of transition. He's the leader in the locker room. Right. And to to be the leader in that locker room, and then to also feel like you're the one letting the team down. Yeah, that's soul crushing. Yeah, that's some soul crushing shit. Yeah, he'll he'll bounce back then. He'll be fine. While in the retire, he'll be fine. While in the, we're trying to get like the minor stories out of the way. Right. Uh, Staying in the AFC South, Gardner didn't throw six touchdowns. Minshew. No. Corey said prior to the game he was going to throw six. Sounds like he's not the kind of quarterback to to sit there and throw six touchdowns. He may throw two. In fact, he threw one. In fact, he's a he he reminds me a, a little bit of yeah like. He's the Jeremy Lin of the NFL. Yeah. He's he's the right. Jeremy Lin of the NFL. So the reason why he, everybody likes him is because he's Fitzpatrick. He's he's smart. He's like 4.0. He graduated high school early. He had a 4.0 through all of college. He had the second highest, uh, what is it, Wonder, Wonder Lick, Lick score, score like mm-hmm. ever. Uh, so he has that going for him. So he has the Fitzpatrick. Everybody likes Fitzpatrick. There's nobody that like really hates Fitzpatrick besides maybe if you're like a Bills fan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so he has that. Uh, got that Tom Brady sixth round pick aspect to him. The underdog, you know, mm-hmm. people like the underdog story coming out and being a starter of the NFL. He's just he he's all these things rolled up into one. He's smart, you know. He has the worth ethic of Drew Brees. He, goes to all these team meetings, even the defensive ones, so he can understand defenses better. He's, I don't know. I mean, if, if he keeps he keeps on that crap. You, you missed, good, you missed the two things of people, why people actually like him. What's the meme? The mustache and the, the, the weird 80s button-down chest hair thing. Yeah. That's why people, like, no one cares that he's smart. He's got the people just like him because he has a mustache and he dresses like he's. Oh, that goes in with the, the Fitzpatrick too, with the beard and the. Yeah, no, he's 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 a great meme. But he's not Don't playing like wrong. Fitzpatrick. He's playing well. Yeah. He's playing. He's playing like rookie year. Like rookie year, Deshaun mixed a little bit of Josh Allen in there. Rookie year. <laughs> it's it's really funny. I, I he's fascinating to watch actually because he has these absolute flashes of just astute brilliance, where he's just fucking going ham. And I love it. I love to see it. It's the kind of thing you love to see. He's got. Never mind. I, was I mean, gonna... I don't think he's he's not going to have a. I don't think he will have a, a great winning year with the Jags or anything. But it will at least be entertaining to watch. That's true. God, I can't wait for Thursday. Thursday night will be fun. Yeah. It's going to be like the first. This is like game. every single year the Titans Jags game. It's like the annual Titans Jags game on Thursday night football. <laughs> it's always like. Super memey and dumb. Does the score's like three six, but it's like hella entertaining. <laughs> or it's like, or Derrick Henry rips off two hundred yards rushing. Yeah, God, let's do it again, Derrick Henry. And then it's like, then it's like twenty one twenty. I've never felt yeah. I, by before week three of the NFL season, I've never felt more validated in a fantasy pick in my life than getting Derrick Henry in all my leagues. Dude, 
It was the year. They finally figured it out. They just have to give the ball to Derrick Henry. I think it was so weird. Your validation is only trumped by people that actually took the gamble on Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook was a gamble. Which was, it it 100% was a gamble. No. He's a third year running back that hasn't played more than four games in a season. Yeah, but like. That's behind a bad offensive line. That's a gamble. That's a huge gamble. But you and know- Kirk Cousins is his quarterback. They can only win when he throws the ball less than 10 times. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, so you know they're going to lean on him hard. Which, and as long me, as he again, stays healthy, he's going to Kirk Cousins is That's trash and always will be trash. Because he doesn't play games. The best ability is availability. Yes. Which is why I wasn't going to touch him and why I don't care how much crow I have to eat for the four games he's going to play this year, whenever that is. Mm-hmm. When he ultimately gets hurt, and that, what's his name? Uh, Ashley or Ad- Madison? Addison. Yeah. Yeah. At whatever. Alexander Ad- Madison. Alexander. Yeah. Whenever he got to take over, then all the people that picked Dalvin Cook are gonna be upset and upset and mad. I'm like, you know, the person you should be mad at you for taking Dalvin Cook and relying on him for more than four games. Definitely not Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison's something completely different. Yeah. We're getting a little bit of fantasy here, but it's he's not the kind of player you just draft and bank everything on. That's why he's a later first round pick, because you have to build at least some kind of support system. Yeah, but if you're using a first round pick on anybody, it better be someone that plays for the whole season. I'm not drafting anybody in the first round that I'm only gonna get four. I mean I wouldn't, but I wouldn't I I didn't do it. But Which is why people taking Connor so early was like, you're, no, don't do that. I didn't touch any of them. No, don't getting, do that. Getting Connor in the second wasn't bad. Anyone drafted him in the first was like a, well. A lot of people did. That happened Weird. twice. Yeah. With so. us, at least. Um, Anecdotally. The, uh, I guess we'll go to, man, I don't even know where we're going to go. Um, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do the Monday night game, because I feel like this is, like, next up on that list of, like, so the Jets are basically a high school team. Yeah, they suck at this point. Well, they've suffered. They 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 hit. They got hit with the big bad tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> where you lost They're your the quarterback new and your Los backup. Angeles Chargers. Yeah, they just they just they crumbled. Lo- they, prior to the season, they lost two of their corners. Yeah, they lost the interior of their defense with Mosley and uh, the kid they drafted. I can't remember his name. Um, from Alabama, the nose yeah. tackle. That was like all over the internet because he was the one that sneezed and blessed himself. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he was really funny. Um, and the Jets are just a trash boat now at this point. Well, the season's over now. I wouldn't say it's over. I it still think be- they could come back with Sam Sam in said six weeks. Sam said that he could be ready by week five. They're, I mean, they have the week four bye. Which is actually like a blessing in disguise, like the first time ever. Yeah. But on the flip side to it, that's base. The Jets are basically a borderline high school team, and the Browns struggled at times with them. Well, they, that was that was the thing. Like the Browns, nowhere near played a perfect game, but they still blew out the Jets. Which is, is confidence which, builder which, needed. Yeah, which is a well, no, which is, is a testament to the Browns' skill. Yeah, it's a good. It's a thing. Like, I feel like even if the Browns do play poorly, you should still beat that team by more than twenty. Beat what team? The Jets. Oh, 
Like, I don't care how bad you play for a quarter. Like, just take the Brown. Like, just take, like, if you, like, scrubbed off, like, the names of the teams and you just put, like, the players on the Browns roster and then the players on the Jets roster and they said, guess what the score was? I would have put the score of the Patriots and Dolphins game up, not the score that they ultimately ended up with. Is what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, are you just a hater? Yeah. I mean, mate, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, Baker Mayfield did struggle though. Yeah. They're um, probably gonna, it's gonna take him time to. This time, I think it's gonna take him time to warm up because you know they nobody plays preseason games to get acclimated to the team anymore. Which is that's true. Dumb. You need to play some. Well, he played like a lot of that third preseason game, and people were like, "He looks a little ready. Speaking of Baker, though, per and I got to, I got some. Uh, I got ooh, I almost dropped my phony. Late breaking news? No, not late breaking news. Just a a statty a statty boy. Oh, for you. I do want to say though, the one thing I did like about the Browns and that Jets game is like that's what you bring Odell Beckham Jr. in for. Yeah, please do that. Like, please just throw the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. Like, he only had four catches. Just one of them went for like 80 yards. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, every single time Odell touches the ball, he can go for 80 yards and a touchdown. So throw Odell Beckham Jr. the ball. Like, right. So mad about Like, don't, don't, play. don't fuck around throwing the ball to, like, Higgins. And, like, and Njoku sucks anyway. And he's out now. He's got a concussion. Yeah. Like, sure, Jarvis is good. Whatever. Odell Beckham Jr. is a trans, like, not uh, transcendent. Transcendent. That's what I'm trying to say. A transcendent talent. Yeah. Throw him the football. That's why you paid for him. For the love of God. That's why you traded for him. Like, tr- don't. For, if Freddie Kitchens ever listen, please don't get cute. Just throw the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. That's it. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Just throw the ball to him. You're gonna you gotta, be fine. You gotta throw it to him. And you gotta throw it to him fast. That's what's right. What's the What's the average amount of time a quarterback should take to throw the ball? Less than three seconds. Less than three seconds. Okay. Brady gets it out in about 1.8. He's a madman. Right. Brady gets it out in about 1.8. You want to try to be under three seconds. Baker Mayfield is averaging 3.07 seconds to throw, the third highest in the NFL right now. When he throws within two and a half seconds, 74% completion rate, two touchdowns to one interception. When he throws in over two and a half seconds, 55% completion rate, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. The the big knock on Baker this year that he didn't do last year is he's holding the ball way too long before releasing. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's like trying to survey. He's too comfortable behind the line. He has to, get, has to be able to take a couple sacks. Yeah. <laughs> He needs to. The offensive line needs to make him eat dirt a couple times, yeah. and then he'll, he'll be getting the ball out fast. Next five opponents they have <laughs> tough ten and zero. None of them have lost yet. Yeah. yeah he, and he had, they have it rough and next on the docket is Aaron Donald, who if and we're gonna get to that second. If you watched even before Breeze got hurt, if you watched that game, Aaron Donald like single handedly. Ruined the the Saints offense, like ruined it. That's what he does, and that's why he's the best defensive player in the the NFL. The fact that that's the next like person that Baker's going to have to go up against. They're going to struggle. I don't think the Browns themselves will struggle. I think he personally will struggle at times. The Browns will. I think it was a combination of Aaron Donald and the. Unfortunately, the Saints offense just. I don't know. You just say they're getting too cute themselves. They've or what? played each other so many times the past few years. They know what yeah, they're, exactly. they're playing against. Well, like you, 
it was three to three both ways until the fucking refs fucked the shit up. That's fair. And then after that, you know, it's a fucking shot in the foot. Like, it's not like the offense was playing bad. It's the defenses that these teams have built over the past two years know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. I was going to share something, but I'm too scared now. Don't fucking put it on the offense's fault when the Rams were a fucking three, had three points by the halftime, too. Well, I just, yeah. And Jared Goff did after, after another fucking 70-yard catch by Aaron, or fucking Cup, that had a clear, blatant block in the back on that wasn't called for no fucking reason. Yeah, that was a little messed up. I'll just show you, because I'm we need too more afraid people to say. with ref uniforms out there. Corey, it needs to expand. <laughs> it needs to grow. What it's not grow? enough. There's not enough refs. They just got to put a... I just got to do my suggestion and just stick an extra team, like up in the oh, yeah, box. We, to we, screw well, we the all Saints. should do that. It's that two official officiating crews that'll screw the Saints over. They just don't like them Saints Rams games. I guess. Just what happened Saints. to what? What was Aaron Donald's injury? Aaron Donald's injury? He went off the field. Yeah, he came back. I, I think it was something insignificant because he came back. Yeah, he played. He didn't like. He didn't end up on an injury report. I don't think. No, he didn't. As if far as did, I know, if he, he did, then they're probably just going to be like, okay, well, Aaron, just don't practice. Right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Aaron shows up on an injury report and doesn't practice and then is just fine for the game. Yeah, they do that a lot with... Uh, well, no, I mean, like, he's the most important player on that team. Mm-hmm. So. They, like, they do that should a lot we just Should we just discuss that game? Yeah, we're on now? it. Now? We're on it. we Let's just go. did. Well, I mean, I don't know, like... No, I, I still, I'm still not... Impressed with uh, Jared Goff and according to the amount of money that he's making two weeks into the season. Jared Goff's passer rating when he's pressured is like 28th. I know. It's really. In the NFL. I, I still. I don't care what anybody says. Like. All right. So. The idea. I was, was going to say. The idea. Yeah. The idea that. You make your. You make your money. Like the reason why Jared Goff signed that contract is not because he does. Like. It's not because he's as good as the other guys that are making that money. Like, before Corey and Matt got here, they were discussing, and another thing we have to talk about, there's so many things to talk about, is about the whole Eli Manning thing. Yeah. And now that Eli Manning pretty much is seemingly like, this is going to be like his, that like, last week was the last pro football, unless Daniel Jones gets hurt, that was the last pro football game Eli Manning is going to play in. And people were like, oh, is Eli Manning a, a Hall of Famer? And people were like, well, yeah, because he won two Super Bowls. But then other people were like, yeah, but he sucked. Like, he was bad. Like, he wasn't a good quarterback. And you have people like Ryan Clark, who, on Good Up this morning, was literally talking about, when we game, when I played the Giants, and I played the Giants numerous times, every single time we played the Giants, not once, was my defensive coordinator telling me, hey, we gotta watch out for Eli Manning. Not once. Not once. It, every single time we played the Giants, it was, make him throw the ball to this guy. Not all man. We got to worry about Eli. We never worried about Eli. He's like, my first ever career interception. Do you want to know why I got the interception? Because I let Plexico Burris streak wide open down the field. I let him go because I knew Eli Manning was going to hit me in the face with a, with a football. And he did. And that was my first ever interception. He's like, so when we talk about Jared Goff, I don't like the idea that, like, oh, just because Jared Goff the Rams' success is tied to Jared Goff. No, it's not. Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Rams that 
went from the dead last offense in the NFL to the best offense in the NFL when they brought in the smartest offensive mind since Sean Payton and got good receivers and formulated an offensive game plan that works to the strengths of his team and then proceeded to go to the Super Bowl and face somewhat pressure and just collapsed. Like... Once teams figure this out, dude, he's going to look the like idea shit. That, the idea that, like, oh, man, you if you get a starting quarterback, you better pay him, is such a... I hate it. I hate it so bad. Because it's the reason why Dak Prescott is going to make $34 million a year, and that is... That should not happen. If he keeps doing what he's doing right now, he will be deserving of that $34 yeah, million like, I, a year. It makes me so mad. Like, I'm not, I don't hate Jared Goff. It's just like... God damn! What right now in in this current in in looking ahead to week three, if I had to take a pick between Jared Goff or Dak Prescott, I'd choose Dak Prescott. What I hate is that every year they raise the salary cap by two to four million dollars, and that two to four million dollars always goes straight to the quarterbacks. Right, like it doesn't affect the rest of your roster really. And what the CBA needs to come in and do, it needs to increase the cap by. A, 20 to 30 million and set a percentage based max deal in place for these players. Mm-hmm. You can give out one 30% max deal of your salary cap to one player, you know, and then it goes down accordingly. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But when you're just increasing it by one to two million, three million, four million each year, it just goes to the quarterbacks. Yeah. You need a, and I also said you need to reduce the length of rookie contracts to a three-year with a one-year player option. Keeps the NFL teams from tanking because you get low return in investment and make sure teams keeps players happy. Yes. We want to keep them on their team. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. I, I just don't like... They're going to tank all their money in the fucking... That's a lot of fucking money to Jared Goff, man. It's a lot of money to Jared Goff. It's a lot it's of money a lot to... Of fucking it's money. a lot of money to Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. Yeah. Who is... I'm pretty sure he is getting, he's touching the ball on average 14 times now. But, but looks what he's doing with those touches. No, mean, like, he's doing amazing that's things true, with those touches. But, I mean, the reason why they're only letting him touch the ball 14 times is because they don't want what happened last year to happen again. And that's also the only thing they need from him. They're two and zero with him touching the ball 14 times. I'm sure. I'm sure they're probably going to sit up. So if they need to lean on them, they can. Hmm. Which will work there are going to be fine. games where they do. Yeah, and there will be football games this year where the Rams lean on Todd. Gurley. And I'm sure they can they can hold up too. Like I'm sure he will hold up through it. I'm I'm not concerned about Todd Gurley. I'm not. I'm concerned about Why Jared Goff. Why are you not concerned about Todd Gurley? Because their the, their game because plan that they have for him right him. now is working. All right, whatever. They're being smart with him. Unless until until he comes out and one of his 14 touches he gets every game on their fucking 2-0 and record, their lossless record right now, and then he busts and his knee fucking explodes, <coughs> then I'll eat shit. Yeah, but right September now, doesn't doing matter. Fine. Okay, then post-September we'll see. Right now he's doing fine. I'm not worried about him right now. I'm more worried about Jared Goff, who as every single time this season he's had the fucking ball and he gets, and he gets hard pressure on him, he crumbles like a little baby. It's maybe. a problem for the Rams. They're going to have to figure something out. <laughs> maybe they should uh, start getting some offensive line players for them. Yeah. Because they've stuck them out behind the same line the past three years. Mm. Andrew Whitworth, who's old. I mean, they've been winning Roger still. Saffel, who's old. And... They're not going to fix it until they start losing. <laughs> well, why... they already lost the biggest game because of it. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to change it. 
I don't think so. Yeah. Are Not, we the, uh, the loss of the Super Bowl is going to make him change it? Realistic. I know it's hard to be. I, I know it's hard to not be pessimistic. Realistic expectations for a Saints team without Drew Brees. For, like, finite six weeks. Like, Well, it depends on what Sean Payton decides to do with Teddy Bridgewater. Is, is he going to fucking go back to his college tape and show why he was a first-round draft pick? and mm-hmm. Or are they going to, you know, do what fucking Zimmer does with his quarterbacks and just try to turn him into a game manager 17 for 24 250 yeah. yards touchdown i saw something he's capable of more than that for sure. i saw some, and you can correct me if i'm wrong i thought i saw something from sean payton that said they are 100 percent going to use both teddy and um Taysom. Taysom. Uh, that's what they say. I'm excited to see some Taysom, man. Give it to me. Because like, I don't understand if, if it's... I think it's going to look the same as what it was Bree and Taysom. Yeah. See, if it's me... I, I'm not... I don't... I would fully commit to Taysom. Because I feel like Taysom has... Like, Taysom knows... You got... The in and outs of that system from multiple positions. And I feel like Teddy's there's, still... There's got to be a reason they're still going with Teddy, man. They're... You know, that's... What we see, what we've seen from Teddy in the preseason was Teddy running a vanilla offense. What we've seen from him in this last game was he was running a offense designed with Drew Brees, right, executing it. Uh, so we have to see, like I said, we have to see what Sean Payton decides to do with Teddy Bridgewater. There's a reason why he's the highest paid backup quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, my biggest concern right now is you have. Teddy starting with your first quarterback out, I wouldn't be using Taysom as much because what if Teddy gets hurt? Okay. I didn't really think about that way. Yeah, kind of probably going to reel back a little bit the amount of place that he's in. Um, but yeah, it's it might be a little bit of a rough one for the season. It's in six games, right? That That's the that's the assumption right now. Yeah. Six so weeks. So the Saints' next six games are uh, Cowboys and Bucks at home. Cowboys at home, Bucks at home. Then they go to the Jags, Bears. Then they have the Cardinals at home. And then Falcons. Three of those games they can very easily win. I really want the Saints to come out and just expose the Cowboys, like, at home. Like, I think that, like... I think any any team up to this point could do it. It's definitely them, for sure. uh, You mean don't play cover, too? Yeah. Exactly. Like, in, in in a perfect world... You know, Sean Payton brings out a game plan for Teddy designed around the uh, Dallas defense, and then the defense just pressures Dak the entire time, limits Zeke, uh, takes advantage of the shallow Dallas receiving core outside Amari Cooper. Uh, We have a great linebacking core that could probably take care of uh, old man Witten. (laughs) <laughs> now that we have just just we'll run ha- someone we'll, underneath him old have, man wait you have three weeks of fucking cowboys offense to watch you know that i'm i'm guessing here but i'm gonna say that dak is gonna go out to miami and just literally hold nothing back and ball out just be just to be like give me my fucking 40 million dollars right right i'm like i'm, I'm sure but so you'll have those three weeks to go off of. Uh, our defense has been 
pretty good. Like honestly, yeah, your defense like, has been, has been pretty uh, good. despite missing your two interior linemen. Like I feel like the defense has played really good. It's it stopped it stopped Houston when it had to, uh, and held up as long as it could against the Rams. Right, even with outside third parties, <laughs> outside interference. Yeah, but you know it's just. They brought the touchdown back. I was put it I, on the one yard line. I was hoping that they would, uh, they would trade for Minka, kind of double down on the, on the uh, defense now with Drew out for the few weeks because the our biggest hole, glaring hole, is that slot corner position. Mm-hmm. That's how Cooper Cup tore through uh, that defense last week. Was just they just leaned on throwing it to Cooper Cup. Um, so that I was hoping that you know we would trade for Minka, he would be able to set that edge because I don't think there'd be that big of a uh, turnover, like turnaround to get Minka acclimated because you're basically going, you're covering the slot. You get, this is the guy you have to study this week. You know, this is who you're covering. Just make sure you cover this guy. We're gonna have some zone, not a lot, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. That didn't happen. It didn't. It didn't happen. Um, but I still think we have we have great depth on our defense. Uh, out of the six as, game, out as, of the six games, he said, I could realist even without Breeze, I could realistically still see you guys winning four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Atlanta game's like a coin flip one. We need a. I think we at least need to win two of them. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the NFC South has been. Good, clear cut, and good. Right, it's not like, like years past. Right, where you're going to fall behind but, in the division if you start zero and two. But the only thing, the only thing is, is it's not just about winning the South. It's we, we want to have the home field mm-hmm. and everything in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be a little rough now with Breeze being gone. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge. I was gonna. Well, I guess we're talking. Well, we don't really need to talk about the Packers. They beat the Vikings, which they usually do. Uh, there's a couple quick things. No, I they can usually say. not. Lately, they haven't. It's well, been very uh, close lately. Actually. I guess no, yeah, lately really the Vikings have won more than the Green Bay Packers going into that well, game. Aaron Rodgers has also been dead for like three years running. That's, even besides that, going into the game is something like the Vikings have won like some like seventy or eighty percent of their last few matchups. Yeah, last I think like last three years, the Packers like, only beat them once. Or twice. Yeah, it's, uh, so twice it's been more of a Vikings thing. And the Kate, last time, the one team that the one team that Kirk Cousins has played good against is the Packers. Yeah, that's why he's still there. That's why he's keeping his job. But uh, changed a little bit this week. Yeah, who knew? All it took was three first quarter touchdowns. That's all he needed, and then the defense took care of it. The offense had uh, is still had definitely having some growing pains. Two hundred and nine right yards from Aaron, and you win. That's yeah. unheard of in well, Green Bay. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's unheard of. They're leaning on the defense a lot more now. I think you're seeing what they have. But the offense is also having some growing pains with the new offense that they're trying to formulate. Aaron Jones had a breakout game finally. I, I, we all know he's good. I don't, I'm don't. i not surprised. They he went back, he the, went back to his five yards per carry. They played against the fucking Bears week one. I'm not surprised that, that Aaron Jones didn't have a great game. But that's the thing, though. It was like A lot of people thought... Like, the Bears defense is up there in the top five, and a lot of people also would put the Vikings up there in the top five, so people were assuming... I'd say they're, like, number five, probably, and... So the, so the gap is so big from one to five yeah. that Aaron Jones can get 
20 yards rushing and then over 100. I think, I think the gap the gap between the Bears and the Rams and then like a lot of the other like at least line defenses in the NFL, fuck. <laughs> no, the Bears defense is there's a massive Yeah, they're gap. they're insanely good. So it was good and reassuring though to see Aaron Jones come out there and have a great game. Uh the Kirk Cousins also just gave a lot of gifts to the Packers because of their kind of lackluster offense going forward after he, the first he quarter. Is an interesting uh how about him throwing that touchdown to Stephon Diggs and Stephon Diggs immediately ripping off his helmet and getting a 15-yard penalty? What a, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's hilarious to me. Blown coverage by Alexander. Maybe sad. I was wearing his jersey there. Yeah, that was a blown coverage by Jair Alexander. I mean, I that's, that's the Stephon Diggs special now is to take off his helmet. Take off the helmet, gonna... get the 15-yard penalty, make the kick harder on Dan Bailey, who used to be the most accurate kicker in the NFL before he put on a Minnesota Viking jersey. Oh, man. Got the Minnesota kicking curse on him now. Be with him forever now. It's, There's a reason why Jerry got rid of him. That's right. He knew. He knew. He knew it was coming. Um, I was gonna make fun of the Chiefs for a second, if you guys are okay. Yeah, go that. ahead. Yeah, try. They did. They did a thing very similar to what the Packers did. What do you <laughs> mean? They did a similar thing to what the Packers. They scored did. all their corners in one quarter, dude. Oh, they did. Yeah. They did now, now I was another seventy-yard touchdown was called back because of a shit holding call in the third. Right. I was going to make right. fun of the fact that <laughs> the big criticism about the Chiefs this year was, or go, from last year going into this year, was slow starts, and they got shut out in the first quarter by the Raiders. I was going to say that. The, I, the slow starts, no. They that got was shut the, out in the first quarter. I know, but the slow starts hasn't been a thing with them entirely because well, the, it, the first that game, was yeah. that that first quarter that they got shut out. It was the first time they haven't scored points in the first quarter in 23 games. That was a really slow start. That was like apex slow start. I think he got surprised, yeah, but nobody cares. I can't wait. I can't wait till week. <laughs> I, I can't wait till week 11 when the Chiefs are putting up 20 points a game. I think, I think they Andy Reid blew through all his plays that he designed all summer. At least when it looked like me, I think they got surprised by the Raiders a little bit there. At first. No, it's just the first 15 plays didn't work. And then everything after that worked. Yeah, I think they they were they came in like assuming it would work because it's the Raiders and. Uh, no, it just it, I don't know what mm-hmm. it was. Didn't work. It just, Pat had the weird jitters again that he sometimes gets in primetime games, but this wasn't a primetime game. It was just the shitty fucking Raiders who blow. And now uh, Fisher's out for a bit with some. Certain- I hate Fisher. Good for him. Fuck him. Can't wait till. <laughs> Pack gets blindsided. I've never four liked times Eric Fisher. I have never liked Fisher. He's been like one of my least. I don't care yeah, how good people say one he of the, is. He's one of the biggest busts that are still playing. Yes, that's why I don't care. Oh, he was an All Pro one time, or he made like a Pro Bowl. I don't. But he's still, care. but he's still the starting left tackle, and Pat's still gonna suffer from it. Nah, cause we got Cam Irving. It's fine. Who? Yeah, I'm about to say whom? who. Who? Isn't that the guy that used to play right tackle, but he doesn't play right tackle anymore because you guys actually have the best right tackle? Yeah. So then they moved him to left? Yep. Oh, that'll that be fun. always spells success. Yeah, yeah that, that'll well, be It'll that'll be, be fine. It'll be... It fucking worked in the game, right? I mean... Yeah, against the fucking Raiders. Good job. Were they playing next week? You guys were just trying to tell me that the Raiders... Oh, my God. No, I, I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that... Who was trying to tell you Take, that? take a we chill We were saying that it was funny that they got... Were surprised by the Raiders. Got shut out in the first... Quarter by the Raiders, and then proceeded to score twenty eight points in, in almost three hundred passing yards in one quarter. Yeah, it was great. It was funny as fuck. I'm happy. And then it got shut out the rest of the game because of a shitty holding call. 
Well, maybe your fucking offensive line. But then they hold. shut out the Raiders the rest of the game too. Raiders didn't score more than ten points. A testament to the defense. We're not. We're top. Good 10 job. In you shut out the right Raiders. <laughs> I think a D, adjusted like DVOA, which is adjusted for like all the teams in the league and all that shit. Chiefs are currently fifteenth, which is a uh, fifteen spots better than they were last year. You uh, you played the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Raiders. DVOA is adjusted to all the teams in the league. It doesn't matter who you played against. That's fine. I yeah, and I also actually do think that like. People are talking about the, the Bucks are already better than they think they, they would be this year. I, I, I want to apply that to the Raiders, actually, instead. No, the Raiders I think are the trash. Raiders will do better than me think they will this year. I don't think it's going to be a good record, but I don't think it's going to be a shit record anymore either. I think they're probably more in the 8-8 eight eight range. Uh, no, they're just, they're just fucking trash. Kansas City's good. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes a- is the AFC Player of the Week again. just doing what he does. They had a whole year of tape on him in an extra game, and they couldn't stop him. It's okay. It's all right. They'll lose to Baltimore this week. No, they're going to fucking... That'll be a very just, interesting they're game. They're going to beat excited. Baltimore 35-18. I could see that happening, but I thirty-five. I'm looking forward to that game. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that game. That'll be a really fun football. It is going to be a really fun game. Actually. Yeah, I'm looking very much forward to that game. Everyone thinks it's going to be some crazy offensive shootout because no, of the way the Lamar Jackson absolutely not. Started. It's not going to be. And uh, we're no, just going to put him opposite. in his place. It'll be like a defensive. Struggle. You'll be we're lucky put if him there's in fifty place. points. You'll be lucky if there's fifty points scored. And in that most game. of them will be by Kansas City because we don't score less than twenty-six. Right. You'll be, but you'll be lucky if there's fifty. I definitely lower would, take, than I would take the under in that game. Yeah, absolutely, I would. Whatever the, whatever the under is for I love total. all the games that scream over, because then you pick the under, and then it works. Unless it was last year with Casey in LA. I think and that is a special exception. It. I want to do a segment where I give us each $1,000. What? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, hypo- I'll, hypothetical. Are we calling this the Andrew Yang segment? And, <laughs> and then we... Uh, Bet on the lines, some of the lines each week, and then. Oh, we did this last week. We will get to that. We like to do that at the end of the show. Did you come up with things for the? Uh, what, what, what's the? <laughs> oh, the shade of the week. Yeah, there was like no shade, at all. The only shade I I, I heard of, were the shades that Gardner was wearing. <laughs> that was shade. That's the shade of the week. And then there was the no 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 there was um, the the freaking Jets fans, cursing at. Odell on Monday night for no reason. That's not shade. That's what about, like, what no about, reason. What about Jalen throwing shade at his own team and wanting to get out? Oh, arguing with Doug Marone on the sideline? No, that's just Doug Marone being a dick. And now it's, now apparently they've talked about it. It's behind them. Yeah. They're not worried about it. it it's behind them as Jalen gets traded to the Chiefs on Monday. Yeah, we'll see about that. With one. what first round pick? The one that we have right now. Apparently, it's the the talks is it's a first and a third, and it'll happen late Monday night. Or he'll go to the Patriots. Nah, they want two first. Yeah, well, they want two firsts, but they're not going to get them. Get two firsts from any fucking team. And they're just going to keep. Them. Yeah, they're just going. If that's the case, they're just going to end up keeping. Nobody's going to give. He's a very talented player, but nobody, nobody. You know who is has two firsts? Two, it doesn't matter. Miami Dolphins. It does not matter. They're not doing it. They want to draft. For some reason, they, you they played think- in Florida State. You can come home. Come home and play in the state of Florida. And then they'll just ha- he'll Wait, get like, he'll he get plays a- in the f- first of all he get an offer he get an offer and Jalen be like no nah, that team's trash listen man <laughs> listen I'm I'm just listen Jalen Jalen doesn't for a need winner Jalen yeah. doesn't need to know that Jacksonville and Miami are in the same state Miami doesn't know that he knows that <laughs> doesn't mean they're not going to try you quiet you be quiet 
No, no, you'll fucking you'll see that off and be like, nah, that team's trash. <laughs> we'll fucking go there. Yeah, they they are trash. They're trash. God damn, they're bad. Um, Made um, me so fucking mad how bad they were. Nothing to say about the the New England Dolphins game. Since Dolphins are trash. My New England beat their first two opponents by a score of seventy-seven to three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got they got to get to the nice little present to just run up a score because mm-hmm. that's what everybody is I'll probably going to do the like, Dolphins this season. We're, we're kind of like poking fun at Matt because the Chiefs didn't look good in the first quarter against the Raiders. I mean, if we're going to be on, if you go back and look at that box score, the Patriots did not look good against the pa- Dolphins like the first like quarter and a half. Like they had a touchdown, but that was it. Well, yeah, but it wasn't like they went off and just like went bang, 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 bang and scored in like yeah. two plays each possession so like, the, like to, the Ravens did. Tom well, Brady went to Miami. It's fucking hot. Yeah. It, we know this is a thing. Lamar Jackson went down to Miami too. And it took him like three plays to score four touchdowns. It's not Tom Brady. That's the joke. That it took him three places to score four touchdowns. But. Yeah, but he's from Lowellville. Lowellville? Lowellville. <laughs> what about Lowellville? He's from Lowellville. When, when Lamar Jackson says Lou, Louis, it, because it's oh. Lowellville. Lowellville. Oh, Lowellville. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, that Tom Brady. You, you know this. Tom Brady. Doesn't, he doesn't like when it's hot. Doesn't like when it's hot. He actually has well. a bad passer rating when it's like over eighty six degrees. Right. That's what I'm saying. He's the literally he's the polar opposite. Polar being a pun. He is the polar opposite of Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like, Peyton Manning's numbers when it got below freezing was, like, bad. But then, like, Tom Brady's numbers when it gets above 86 were, like, bad, which is weird. Yeah, but it didn't matter. See, at first it started looking like, oh, boy. Lamar Jackson from Florida, from Popano Beach, Florida. There you go. He's used to it. Yeah, he's used to it. He's fine. He's used to it. But Brady, going in there, he he almost got the Miami thing where he's like, oh, jittery, not going to play as well. And And then it got outweighed by how... Awfully bad the Dolphins are this season, so it didn't matter. Questions about how they were going to deal with Antonio Brown and the amount of targets he wants? Just throw it to him into the end zone every play. When you get down the red zone, no one else exists. Just throw it to Antonio. Yeah, sure, whatever. That's what they, that's what they did. Yeah, they got down to the red zone, they threw it to him almost every time. If it wasn't a run play. Yeah, they threw it to him three straight times, yeah. and they were all incomplete. Made him happy. It worked once, one time. It did work one time. Mm-hmm. So, Whatever. Works out. Whatever works for them. I don't give a shit. I mean, they're gonna go. They're gonna go nineteen and zero. Yeah, I know. So I'm not. And I don't think there's. I don't think there's even a point to do power rankings. It's like no. New England. I joked before Everybody this. Everybody else. <laughs> no, no, no. I joked at work today that there were three god awful teams, and it's the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bengals. Yep. Those three are trash tier awful teams. Then there are twenty three or two. I'm sorry, twenty seven average teams. Average. All of them. They can all beat each other on any given week. And then there's the Chiefs and the Patriots. That's it. There you go. There you go. There you go. There's your power rankings right there. There's three awful teams, then a big block of 27 other teams, and then Chiefs and Patriots are top two. I'll take it. That's it. There you go. There's your power. Congratulations. We just wrapped up the 2019 NFL season. We don't have to do episodes anymore. (laughs) I want them to win so bad. There you go. Just fucking. It's going to be difficult this year. I'll tell you what. Just beat the Pats. It's, Antonio it's, Brown plays uh, there now. You guys aren't going to win. We're getting Jalen Ramsey on Monday. It's okay. It's all right. Jalen Ramsey on Monday would be tight. That would be tight as fuck. I'm not going to lie. That'd be tight. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. I think the Jags are too... T- I don't know. The Jags are too stingy, I think. 
Like yeah. they're gonna add, they're gonna have like a ridiculous asking price for him. Two first rounds. No, nobody. Literally nobody is going to get the two first round picks. The Dolphins would. No, they wouldn't. Oh, totally. They would. want to draft people. They're not gonna trade their picks. They've been trading everybody for picks. They want picks. Which is weird. And it's they're gonna build an entire rookie team that's gonna be just as bad as the one that they have. Right yeah, now. I know. <laughs> it's did you guys so see? Funny. Did you guys see the Gridiron Heights this week? No. The Thursday night football sacrifice. Yeah, I saw it. It's the great. what? The Thursday night football sacrifice. No. It's good. Yeah. I mean, Gridiron Heights is. Mwah. Yeah. Gridiron Heights is chef's kiss. Oh God, <laughs> so good. It's the best thing. There's so many little things. Mm-hmm. They in just Gridiron make Heights. It's like. What is it? Jokes per minute. Jokes per minute is good. Oh yeah, jokes. Per, it's it, that that you can't even use jokes per minute on on Gridiron Heights. You have to use like jokes per frame, like jokes per frame of animation. There's like three. JPF. Yeah. Good it's, lord. It's nuts. Can we talk about how excited I am? Ben Roethlisberger's never gonna play football again. Yeah, let's, let's move again. to the. God damn it! Again. Let's move to the Steelers. I, well, I literally. Again. Wanted, I wanted to pull up. No, we didn't. We didn't finish. Did you think that was all we had to say about the game? There's stuff to say about Mason. I wanted to pull up Hallelujah on my phone and play it. I'm so happy. I understand. Yeah. I don't even give a shit. We could go 0 16 this year. I don't care. So I am so happy. So, so when that injury happened, we got a little bit more information the next day too. Is that this is a persisting issue that Roethlisberger had all year? And he, I guarantee, I, I don't even need to know. I guarantee you, I know when he got that injury. Yeah. And it happened last year against the Browns when Miles Garrett hit him in the elbow. Oh shit! And he's just That's been wrestling with it ever since. That's what happened. Miles Garrett out here ending whole man's career. I, I can <laughs> I can I send Miles Garrett a thank you like basket, like <laughs> edible can arrangement. I, yeah, can I send him like an edible arrangement? Thank you, God. I walked into work the next day after he was <laughs> slices of mango. <laughs> yeah, when he was confirmed out, I walked into work the next day and walked up to my brother and we high fived. I was like, we're free. Thank God we're free. Now they just need a. We're free of the meaningless eleven and five season. Yeah, now they need like uh, the meaningless ten and six, the meaningless thirteen and three season. That doesn't matter because we're gonna go to the divisional round of the playoffs and lose to fucking Blake Bortles or Tim Tebow. Nah, what was the weird stat? Uh, Something about the way Ben Roethlisberger came into the league week two, some certain years ago against. I think it was the same team. Against Seattle, yeah, against Seattle, relieving Tommy Maddox. Remember the hell was yeah, and then they like lost that game, but then went on to win out and win the Super Bowl. And now, thirteen years later, against the Seahawks in Week Two, Roethlisberger injures himself. Mason Rudolph comes in, loses the game. But what if he wins out and then wins the Super Bowl? (laughs) I think if this, I know, I know, he gets another receiver. (laughs) I know one person in this room that will be. Furious if that happens, <laughs> and he's to my left. If that happens, I am I serious about you. this. <laughs> the Steelers have a glaring issue in their team right now, and it's receiving talent. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know what our glaring weakness is? None of the players on our defense have any idea what they're doing. Their defense. None is of the, we, we don't know what we're doing. Like you really nine, nine first problem. round picks on your defense now. Yeah, that's what I said. Like. People was like, oh, man, our defensive players suck. That's why, like, Lewis Riddick. I thank the Lord for Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick went on Twitter the other day and was like, Steelers defensive players are constantly out of position and have no idea what they're doing. There's a lot of talent on that defense. There is. There's yeah. a ton of talent on that defense, especially now that we have a 
what was he, a fifth overall pick? Something Minka? like Top 10. He was a top 10 overall pick at a position of need. Like, there's talent. I, I, I'm so sick of people, like, say, I, I, I always take pot shots at my dad. But my dad's a boomer that watches football, so it's whatever. <laughs> so, um, that hit home for Matt. That, <laughs> but like, we, I messaged him and I'm like, oh, thank God Ben's out. He's like, defense still sucks. I was like, you do know we. I, this is a message. I'm like, we scored three points week one. Do you not know that? And he's like, oh, well, offense sucks too. I'm like, I'm like no. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, Tomlin sucks and Keith Butler sucks and Fickner sucks. And the scheme sucks. The players are good. God damn it! Do you really think they're just gonna? It's okay that they're gonna. We're literally the we're literally the Los Angeles Rams before Sean McVay. But do you really think the Steelers should just keep leaning on Dante Moncrief? No, he's awful. Yeah, so it's it's a problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, now now it's gonna be Mason Rudolph. So they're gonna game plan James Washington in. Yes. Yep. One hundred percent. There's gonna be a lot of stuff based around James Washington and and and. Uh, Probably Vance, Vance McDonald. Yeah, probably there Vance you as well. Go. We Vance had a lot of game planning a shit around ton that. of passes when Mason came the in. The first pl- they like, need to cut Dante Moncrief. Oh, so the third play of the game was a. F- they put Mason Rudolph into the game, and the third play of the game was a flea flicker to Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Like, if the if the Steelers doing. weren't confident in Mason Rudolph, they weren't going to say, "Hey, go out and run a flea flicker." Like, clearly they understand. Like, okay, like he's okay. Like he's decent enough to like be confident enough to run a trick play it's not like like you said like if Kirk Cousins went out in a Minnesota Vikings game I don't know who the backup Minnesota is they may not attempt to pass beyond two yards with Mike Zimmer like do I think they're gonna win on Sunday no we play San Fran no they're not gonna win like no no we're not gonna win but like Am I ex- am I at the very least excited that I don't have to deal with Ben Roethlisberger anymore? Is like is impossible to put into words how excited I am that Ben Roethlisberger is not playing this year, because no matter what the result is this year, I'm gonna be okay with it, because I'm not gonna have that hanging over my head of like oh boy, like they're not gonna tease me, like they're not gonna tease me with five and six touchdown games against the Colts. And, I don't know, insert random team here. We're either going to suck, I'm like, fine, we suck, that's okay. Or, Mason's going to come in and play good enough that it's going to make Big Ben sad, and he's not going to play next year. Those are the two options, and I'm happy with either one. So, I don't, whatever. I'm happy with either option, honestly. It's And it's one of those things where I see people... Like, my boss for the streaming company I work for, like, loves Big Ben. Loves him. And, man, do we fight a lot. Like, we've we've actually fought about it on air. <laughs> like, we, we, we've been at a baseball game, covering a baseball game, and me and my boss have fought on air about Big Ben Roethlisberger. Really? Yes. Damn. Because I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger, and he loves him. He thinks he's, like, the best. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. That's fine. So is Eli. Right. Eli's led the league in interceptions twice. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Whatever. Uh, I was the one out of, like, our whole company that, like, defended Antonio while he was in Pittsburgh with everything going on. Um, That didn't go over well. No. And so he literally, he he tweeted, like, well, he didn't tweet. He put on Facebook. He's like, get well soon, Seven. 
And my reply to his post was like, what happened when Bledsoe got hurt? Ooh. And he was like, oh, well, yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, I would like to say that, you know, we got to see things to to make assumptions. I'm like, sure, I guess. But, like, you still have, like, that, like, stuff. I mean, the Steelers were in on Mason, like... Even before, that's the reason they, they got him. That's the reason why they're holding on to him is because... reason why they traded Dobbs. Right. It's because they're confident that he's going to be their next guy. Mm-hmm. So... I'm I'm honestly, like, even though I don't think, like, we're going to be on the winning end of it, especially no, now. Not this year, no. Um, A part of me now is really excited that Baker and Mason get to, re- like, renew their college rivalry. In the yeah. NFL now, the Bedlam or whatever they what, what Bedl- is it called? Uh, um, so, yeah, whatever, something in Bedlam or Bedlam and something. Yeah. The Oklahoma Oklahoma State rivalry. Yeah, battle in Bedlam. Yeah, which is a lot of those games. If you go back, were like fifty nine to forty or like fifty one to forty nine, just like crazy. And now they get to play an hour, well, three hours away from each other, in one of the biggest. NFL rivalries, at yeah. least in our area, I think which will, will matter when both teams are good, which they could be. And th- then Lamar will just be in the background. Winning the division? Yeah. Winning- <laughs> yeah, sweeping them both and winning the division. I mean, that, I mean, that, that would be that would be the per- battle in Bedlam. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, 59-48. Everyone's, oh, Alabama yeah. out here winning national championships. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, how, that's how it is. It's, it's just ignore the black quarterback. And focus on the two no, white guys. We, that are no, actually, no, that's not. That's, that's, no, that's not what I did. No, it's not. No, don't, I'm not saying that's what you're doing. I'm just saying that's how the league's gonna be. Yeah. Can we? Uh, can that's we, why we. Uh, okay. Can we acknowledge for two straight weeks that Justin is uh, eating his hat about Lamar Jackson? Yeah, you suck. We're just gonna count the amount of weeks that you were wrong. I'm Lamar okay Jackson. with being wrong with this. I'm, I'm like, this is the thing. Like, I'm glad. And I don't. I'm never mad when somebody's successful. You this know? is why he shaved to try and throw us off the trail of him shit talking Lamar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Justin's hoping that him shaving is going to make Lamar not be able to throw a ball again. <laughs> no, they won't no, see I'm, the dingleberries for me talking ball. shit. Right. I am so glad that Lamar Jackson's playing really well right now. I don't know. I right now, I want you to, for him b- to before now that you've said that, I want you to transpose your Lamar Jackson rant from three weeks ago right here. And then go back to talking about how much you like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not gonna put that entire rant in, but I might. I might do it on Twitter as a fun thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I, we good. All, I'm I, glad. To I, def- I have nothing to nothing to say. To about defend Jobby, we were all we were all critical. Yeah, all of you were. Like we were all critical. Nah, and, I wasn't. And I was talking about. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, like, I, I was I said, a Lamar Jackson stand from day one. I said how. It's going to be a rough start, but every year in Louisville, his passing percentage increased. That's true. And Corey just, did say it's that. Gonna, it's going to take time for this, him to get him acclimated to the NFL. This is a this is an, an increase. This is like a, a spike. An in yeah. This is like a that new playbook that got sprung on him must have been pretty fucking good. Yeah, the, the new playbook he learned <laughs> two months before the season started. That's pretty maybe good he, maybe he, yeah, right. he might have like overcompensated in like learning it and just like mastered it. Yeah, he Quick probably looks. just took a whole bunch of Adderall, <laughs> stayed up his late nights reading it, just flashback to college. Speaking of college, it's time for Eli to go back to college. Daniel Jones. 
Daniel Jones. It's time. Yeah, the Daniel tights are fucking horrible. Jones. Big Man Dan. Big Man Dan. Do you like da- Big Man Dan or do you like uh, Danny Dimes? I like I like both. I like Danny Dimes. Big Big Man. Corey, I want you to say Big Man Dan. Go ahead. Say Big Man Dan. Big man Dan. <laughs> That's all I need. I don't care how I don't care how you said it. I need, I need that reverb. But then we got Danny Danny Dimes, the story of a Billy Joel epic. I want Daniel Jones to be good so bad. Danny. Part, part of me, I don't know what I, I don't know what I want Daniel Jones to be. I don't Danny. know if I want him to be good so that everybody. Danny that, Dimes. That, <laughs> 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 Did you do that before? Am I, am I gonna Gino? That's what you did it with. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what I want Daniel Jones to be good or not. Because a part of me, I'm always, I'm always for when the media just has to eat right. their hat about Daniel Jones, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a terrible pick because Dwayne Haskins is better than him." I am so happy that they're doing this because it's not a move to try to save the franchise. Mm. It's a move. To save Barkley's career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seriously is, too. Corey is not wrong. Corey's How many times did all. he touch the ball in that game? It had to be over 30. I think it was. I don't know. I like, can't... Le'Veon Bell had 31 touches on Monday Night Football. That's what he wants. The, like, I know that's... It's going to get him killed. <laughs> he, he got money. He doesn't want a Super he Bowl. He doesn't take hard hits. Too. I guess when you catch a lot of passes, you don't take a lot of hard hits. Yeah. You usually get dragged down from behind. Well, he, he had a lot or of Or pushed out of bounds. Le'Veon Bell had a lot of touches that game, too, because he was playing from Wildcat, because, you know, no God, quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. None. <laughs> Luke Falk. Oh, God. Is their quarterback. They need to... They no, need I definitely... Fucking find saving Saquon Barkley's career, because he's not going to be catching 15 checkdowns a game. Uh, yeah. Only 21. Uh, 18 attempts and then three catches. Last week? Yeah. I felt like it was way more than that. Right? But like every single time I, I clicked over to the to the Giants game. I mean, you, had, you probably had all those ones that like aren't counted because of penalties and whatever. Okay. But, you know, but those man. don't get counted anyway, so. Right. That's probably, yeah, I never really even thought about that, that they're just trying to prolong. Maybe maybe Daniel Jones will actually look down the field to throw the ball. Right. That's the thing I think they're looking for. I don't know. Like, a part of me wants Daniel Jones to be bad because it's just a funny meme. I tried to go back and find where I said that Danny Dimes is coming in this year to save the Giants season, but I couldn't find, like, where I said which like it wasn't I looked at the uh, NFC East ones but we didn't I didn't say a specific game that he was coming in on yeah I but I know I did that at some point this season I know you did too we all, yeah, we, we all talked about that we, I think we all asked each other you, if you, he was you, coming you, in you did the, the same thing I did last year when I was like Lamar's gonna take over this week yeah I'm, I'm willing to bet that you did it after their bye week yeah I think because that makes the most sense I think I said like week 7 or something yeah but I don't know. I think Eli at one point in that game was like one of eight. Wasn't great. One of eight wasn't great. <laughs> that was, I like that. Played too late. Whatever whatever team is uh, one and eight at some point this year, we're going to make that the title line. They weren't great. Weren't great. Doesn't matter. That was the old Cowboys thing that I used to say like with Jared Jones. Doesn't matter that we're eight and eight. All that matters is that we're great. Dallas Cowboys. Or Dow Cow. 
Dow Cow. Dow Cow. That's it. Dow Cow. Does uh, Dak get his money after they blow out the Dolphins by 30? I mean, he'll get some money. They're not uh, the fucking because of the goddamn Cowboys and the media markets and stupid bullshit. Every talking point. Are we going to make Dak Prescott the highest paid quarterback? Are we going to make Dak Prescott the highest? Are we going to make Dak Prescott the highest paid quarterback yet? No, you're not. He's going to give him some money. Because in week four, fucking New Orleans Saints are going to expose him. I'm telling you. He's going to have 117 yards and one touchdown. Again, September doesn't fucking matter. No. When we're at the end of the season and Daniel Jones has won the NFC East. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I said. Y'all laughed at me. By a half a game. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you predicted a tie. Between the Cowboys and Eagles. God damn it. (laughs) This is all going according to Corey's plan, isn't it? All according to plan. (laughs) Things are coming together. (laughs) Speaking of Corey's plan... Not that not that one of these teams is is part of your plan, but like, I didn't watch that Sunday night game because I didn't have the chance to. Same. But like, what's going on with Carson Wentz? Like, uh, is he just never going to be good again? All of his receivers die. Did all of his receivers yeah, die? They yeah. Lost. I, Nelson Aguilar is their number one receiver right now. Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey got hurt within like the first quarter. He still got Zach Ertz. And then they still almost won that game. He played a really good second half. He did play a good second half. I know that. I know he struggled in the first. Well, obviously he struggled in the first. Like the, the theme this year, there are two games. He struggles in the first half and then plays really well in the second half. He's just got to like. That's so weird. He's got to get a feel for that defense. Mm-hmm. Got to take up hits. Got to eat some dirt. Yeah. Just like uh, Baker. Just like Baker's got to gotta eat some dirt. Now they're going to bring in J.J. Arcega Whiteside. And he's going to catch. 15 passes this year. All 15 will be touchdowns. Oh, well, that's it. That's he's just going to be a red zone threat. I picked up Nelson Aguilar in a couple of leagues, so I'm hoping that like he's the one that catches like nine passes this week. I'm also there's, hope- al- there's always like they always throw you with a loop with those because like you'll have a team's like top two receivers die, and then you'll be like, oh, it's going to be all this guy, and then like everybody picks him up, and then afterwards it's like a completely different guy that nobody talked about. Yeah, I know. I think why I partially think that's because the the team that that happened to assumes that that's what the defense is thinking. So like the next team you play like who does Philly play this week? I think they play Detroit. They play yeah, they play Detroit. Detroit's thinking that. Detroit's thinking man, the only thing they got is Nelson Aguilar. So let's focus a lot of our attention oh, they're on gonna Nelson Aguilar. Well, they're going to let Aguilar go and they're going to focus on Ertz. Oh, Goddard went down too. Yeah, Goddard got hurt. I was going to mention yeah, that. They, too. Uh, yeah, the Eagles definitely got got the work done, but uh, yeah, Carson Wentz did have a sixty-one point three quarterback rating in that game. So that's average. It's not. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> he did, uh, what was it? Sixty-one point three. Stupid. That's, that's bad. That's not very good. You want like eighties quarterback <laughs> rating or passer rating? I think it's QBR. Yeah, QBR. yeah, that's bad. Okay, then. You know, his, his QBR the previous week versus Washington was 121. Okay, so yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's good, that's I'm good sorry QBR. sorry to stop this discussion. I just was scrolling through sports Twitter and saw, like, a really stupid video where this is how a Bills fan baptizes their child. Is it going to be spiking him through a table? Yes. I want you all to watch this. 
<laughs> go, go put that video on the Twitter. That's the worst thing I've Retweet ever seen. Retweet it on our Twitter, please. Oh, man. That's that fun. Is good stuff. That's fun. Okay. Oh, shit. I retweeted on my But no, Car- Car- neither quarterback looked good in that fucking game. They were both trash. Oh, um, I did want to give... First of pulled it together late, but... I know I haven't been posting about it on Facebook because, you know, why would I want to do that? Um, yeah, so the Falcons going to be trash this year? I don't think so. I think they're going to be the same thing. What did I tell you? There's going to be... Listen, there's going to be three teams this year that go 0-16. All right, three. Okay. There's gonna be 27 teams that go eight and eight. There's gonna be two teams that go 16 and 0, and then well, no, they can't go. They have to play each other. There's gonna be one team that goes 16 and 0, or the other goes 15 and one, or they go 15 one and one. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then that's it. So the Falcons are gonna go eight and eight, just like 27 other teams in the 15 NFL. 15 and one. My bad. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say fifteen one and one. Fifteen zero and one. Game. Yep, fifteen zero and one, undefeated, just like the Detroit Lions. Just like Dang. the Detroit Lions, they're undefeated, one zero and one. Oh, they are. Yes. Uh, speaking of, well, I guess Cardinals. I want to move to. Um, this is this is definitely looking like it's gonna be a very much pass first offense for them now. Oh yeah, they're 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 kind of they're they're pulling into that shit hard. And, uh, man, Dave ain't going to see a lot of you, is he? He's just going to catch, like, eight passes a game and get four carries a game. Right. That's about it. That's what it's starting to look like. Miami's going to trade Kenyon Drake in a third-round pick for David Johnson. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but I wanted to give, I wanted to give an update to uh, the Fad Pod picks. Um, Matt hasn't given me any, hasn't posted any picks at all on our group chat, so I just had to go based off of his uh, projections. Um... Corey, I had to do that with one of his weeks. Justin, I had to do it for one of his weeks. I was working. Um, Sad. So, because of that, it's a little bit unfair. Um, yeah, you're winning. But I had to do it. But I am winning. Yeah. Uh, I'm 21 and 8. Uh, we're excluding the tie. Right. Um, you're 21 and 8? I'm 21 and 8. What the fuck? Um, in, my, in my spreads this year... If we're talking just the Thursday night games and the one o'clock games, because those have been the highest nucleus of games, I'm eighteen and two Jesus. against the spread this year. So and then what was it? I'm like three and eight in the or four three o'clocks. and nine in the four o'clocks and the night games, which is weird. But I'm twenty one and eight. Uh, I'm in first place. Second place is Justin with eighteen and eleven. Oh no, Matt. Oh. Is a game behind him. Okay, at I thought, I, thought I, was, I was waiting for like last place by bad. And Corey is in last. He is fourteen and fifteen. Yeah. Okay, I was expecting to be like. We got a feel for the season so far, so <laughs> we're going to be doing better. Yeah. Corey's going to be the late bloomer, and then I'm going to be the one that bases all of my picks off of the first month, and then I lose. The proponent. The proponent. The biggest proponent of September doesn't matter is going to base all his picks on September. Yeah, but because that's the month I do the best in. Mm. I'm like the Bills. Oh, don't and be surprised if the Bills are four and zero at the end of September and they finish seven and nine. Right. <laughs> the I, I'm, the I'm Buffalo more, special. That's right. It's the Buffalo special. I'm thinking more in the nine and seven range now. Yeah, because yeah. they'll sweep the Jets. Right. It's it, their season kind of goes like the their Buffalo wings. Because at the beginning, when they were the original Buffalo Wings, they were great. 
as it went on, everybody tried making their own buffalo wings in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they didn't really, they got worse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then true. everybody else got better. Man. That, that's Buffalo. All right. I've never had buffalo wings in Buffalo. I'm sure they taste awful. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I hear. Really? Yeah. I'm sure they're like nothing likes. Yeah. Should we make a fad pod field trip to Buffalo? <laughs> to do what? Eat wings? Yeah. Who's going to pay down? for that? I mean, it's just one trip to Buffalo. Pitch in for gas and buy some fucking wings, Justin. Did uh, You make overtime for- money. I don't work for free. <laughs> <laughs> Did, uh, We're about to make fifty dollars a month on Patreon, so someone could be Corey's yeah, it's, friend. It's going all to me. Remember? Oh, I forgot. To, I forgot to make that tier. I have to oh, do you that. fucking son of a bitch! I've been busy. You got to do it by the end of the month. Yeah, well, yeah, I will. I'll make it. I'll make it probably tomorrow. Do we want to? Do you want me to read through the uh, the point spreads? Yeah. Did any any other games you guys want to talk about? They've been covered just about everything. Man, now you're gonna make me go to the fucking thing where I look and see which game we didn't even touch about. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You go ahead and do that real quick. I think it was. I think the only other things I really wanted to say were like, "Yay, Cincinnati sucks." Yay. We got Yay. scared for one week, but we knew. No, no, we caught it. They would start out strong and then get worse in one game, and then lose by thirty-one. Yeah, because it's gonna get worse than that. Blow. It's going to be worse than a 31-point loss. Well, we didn't really talk about the Baltimore game. Uh, Kyler Murray almost won it, but then threw an interception. But he's still playing a lot better than we thought. Kyler Murray. Okay, so here yeah, we I was go. Talking about we that. Have, let's 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 work down this list. We have Pat Mahomes, who's Daddy. who's bad in the first, and then amazing th- second through fourth. Then we got Carson, who's bad in the first half, good in the second half. Then we got Kyler, who's bad in the first three quarters, <laughs> great in the fourth quarter. So basically, all we need to do is take Pat and Kyler and make them have a baby. <laughs> so you have a quarterback that's terrible throughout that's the whole right. game. <laughs> <laughs> Jeans, bitch. <laughs> that's right. And then have another one. Because, that would be great. Because that's, because that's David Carr, and then you'll have Derek Carr. There the we go. Yeah. All right. We're trying to say Derek Carr's good in all four I mean, quarters. we didn't talk about Chicago Ooh. and Denver. I I don't think... I, I mentioned it before you guys got here to Justin. These refs are soft. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to let a quarterback take a hit. That timeout shouldn't have gone off. Uh, yeah, that's basically all we need to talk about. About there. the Bears? Yeah. Well, they have a kicker now, so they're going to go 14-2. and two. What, what about the Chargers and the Lions? Did you watch the game? No, I was... Don't go back and watch it. It was horrible. It was horrible. Horrible game. Lions, good. The Lions basically punted every time they touched the ball, and then the Chargers would dr- would take like a 12-play drive down to the 20 and either turn it over or miss a kick. And then the Lions would get the ball back, three plays, punt, and then the char- it would start over again. That's the only well, that was the second like half that of that game. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the New England defense coming through through for Patricia. It doesn't matter what happens for that, those first 60 yards, but when you get in the red zone, you got to stop them. Yep. That is the Patricia weight. It was so dumb. I hated it. I hated every single time in red zone they would cut over to the Chargers-Lions game. It never looked like the Lions had the ball. Ever. Outside of the one deep pass to Galladay. But then, like, the Chargers would be like, oh, man, the Chargers are driving. There's a 26-play drive down to the 30. And then either it'd be a turnover or they'd miss a kick. And I'm like, I hate this game. Stop showing it. So uh, there was the interview with Danny Amendola. On the Pat McAfee show, and uh, you know, 
Patricia's been bringing in his guys. That's what he's always been saying. And last year we were talking about how, like if Patricia's thing's going to work or not, like what they're doing and everything. Danny Amendola is saying it's a lot better this year. You know, he has the senior presence of people that have been in the uh, Belichick system and everything, and now uh, like people are actually buying into the system and everything now. It's going a lot better. That's good. Yeah. The team needs to get good because the rest of the division's a little scary. All three teams are... They're basically like a solidified basement team. Yeah. Because like, the other three teams in that division are so much better than them at this point. Just from a personnel standpoint. They're, they're going to struggle for a bit. But, I mean, yeah, they could, they could eventually get really good, I think. Any other games, Matt? No, nah, we talked about them. All, all right. Okay. So let's start with the Super Bowl, at least in Corey's eyes. The Jacksonville Titans game on Thursday night. Taking the under. No, no, we're, we're doing... We're <laughs> taking the under. We're doing... Uh, Truly taking the under in that game? <laughs> it's 39. You're taking under 39? Yeah. I would take under 29 in uh, that game. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a book that would give us a 19? Because I'd take that too. Oh, my God. That game might be 6-3. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're starting a, a, an offensive player on the Titans and Jags, don't. I mean, you might, you you probably could. I'm playing Minshew. Well, yeah, you're gonna play Minshew. You're gonna play Minshew the rest of the year, no matter what. Probably. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, like, I'm probably gonna play Fournette. You play Fournette. Play Fournette. I mean, play Derrick Henry. Yeah. Play like Didi and Delaney. Don't yeah. play Didi. Play Shark. May probably play Shark. Yeah. All right. The line for this Jaguars. We're gonna go straight down. And again, same thing as last time. Pick two games that you are definitely you would definitely bet. bet. And two games you definitely would not. Okay. Same same thing. All right? So, we got Jaguars at home, plus 1.5. So, the Jaguars are favorited. Or, I'm sorry. The Jaguars are dogs. Home dogs. But only by a point and a half. Yeah, by a point and a half. We have Falcons at the Colts. The Falcons are getting two and a half. Bengals at the Bills. The Bengals are getting six and a half. Dolphins at Cowboys. Dolphins are getting 21 and a half. Uh, Holy shit. Broncos at Packers. The Broncos are getting seven and a half. Uh, Lions at the Eagles. Uh, the Lions are getting six and a half. Ravens at the Chiefs. The Ravens are getting six and a half. Uh, Raiders at the Vikings. A lot of home favorites. Uh, the Raiders are getting seven and a half. Patriots or Jets at Patriots. Patriots are 22 and a half points. Uh, Giants at the Buccaneers. Uh, the Giants are getting six and a half. Here's a home uh, home dog. Uh, Panthers at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting two and a half. Saints at Seahawks. Seahawks are getting five and a half. I'm sorry, the Saints are getting five and a half. Steelers at the 49ers. The Steelers are getting six and a half points. Texans at Chargers. Texans are getting three and a half. Rams at the Browns. Uh, the uh, Browns are getting two and a half. And then the Bears at the Redskins on Monday Night Football. What a barn burner that'll be. Uh, and the Redskins are getting four and a half. I would, uh, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I would, I would take the Texans. You would take, you would take the Texans, uh, plus three and a half. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I would. I think, uh, God, the Chargers look kind of pitiful and mm. the, the Texans actually look pretty good. I, I think they, they very well could like pretty easily win that football game. I, my two. Oh. Well, I was just gonna say I, I. The only reason why I would be hesitant, Laramie Tunsil did get hurt last mm. week. 
So, Bosa and Ingram are just thriving right now. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Okay. But what's your What's your uh, Do you have one? You 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 were You You have one. Like, well, yeah, two that I'm 100 percent taking the Giants and the Lions. The Lions are gonna play close to Philadelphia because. They play bad for a first half. They're not getting blown out. Mm-hmm. The Lions aren't losing by more than six points if they lose in the first place. And Daniel Jones is gonna make James Winston eat a couple L's. That, those would be mine too. Those yeah. are gonna be yours. Yeah. Yeah, my other one would be the Giants. Really? Uh, Stafford's always better away for whatever reason. I have. Um, <laughs> I have. I have a. Ser- I have a serious one. Um, that I think is kind of going to be a little shocking, and then two that would be the two that I would actually take. I would really consider taking the Broncos plus seven and a half against the Packers in Green Bay. Probably not. I don't really care if it's in Green Bay. The reason is because, like, man, like the Broncos are zero and two. I think they've cumulatively lost by less than a touchdown, and they've trailed. In both those, like they went up against Chicago, and basically went blow for blow against Chicago, and then almost came back against the Raiders. Like I don't think they're gonna win at all. Like the Packers are going to win that game, but like a touchdown for the Broncos when like that's still a good defense. Like there's going to be some three and outs by the Packers offense. Absolutely. And I think that that keeps the Broncos in the game. And also the Broncos can run the football decently well, which I think is really the only thing. I mean, the, the Vikings the ran the ball do. exceptionally well. It's, it's the only thing you could do against the Packers. Yeah. Passing is a big, like they have a really, really good pass defense. It's the two that I would actually take would be the Cowboys and the Patriots. <laughs> I told myself, rest. I don't care what the line is for the Dolphins. I'm taking it. No matter what. Do you think you're going to do it that many times in a row? Yeah! Until the Dolphins actually... First of all, until the Dolphins actually score a meaningful touchdown in a game, I don't care what they're what they're favorited by. Like, the All Cow- they got to do is bench Fitzpatrick. Yeah. The Cowboys will beat them by more than 21 and a half, and the Patriots are going to beat the Jets by more than 22 and a half. They are. So, like, it's and just... I am 100%... Staying the fuck away from the Arizona Carolina game. Absolutely. Ow, oh my god. Absolutely. Yeah. That I'm big. Yeah, that's the worst spread out of all of them. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. Two. Yeah. No. 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 Not no. 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 Thank you. To a struggling Panthers team and a struggling Cardinals team. I don't think so. I think one that will actually surprise people is the Bengals and the Bills. Yep. I think the Bengals cover six and a half. But they lose still. They still lose. Yep. But the Bills haven't played good enough to cover a spread that big. The Bills have played. Josh Allen saves the game. Yeah. Uh, this whole season. They played so far, a Jets team that could have easily beat them. Yep. When they were fully healthy, in back in Week One, which yeah. feels like an eternity ago. Right. <laughs> and I mean, the Giants got off to a bad start, and then Eli started to actually play okay, and have a couple touchdown drives, and the Bills defense stalled out until that deep shot to Cole Beasley put him in scoring range. So I think the I think the Bengals are another one that I would take plus six and a half. Yeah. Not gonna win. No. But I think they keep it close. John Ross has been playing really, really good. Yeah, yeah, it's been surprising. So, He's been Andy very Dalton surprising. might get sacked fifteen times in that game. 
<laughs> yeah. But uh So I'm I'm taking the in fantasy I'm taking the Bills defense in that. Yeah. I would too. That's a good that's a good yeah. fantasy if you're going to stream a defense and you can't get the Cowboys this week. Yeah, I, they're gone. And I have to I have to stream defenses every week in, in I, our I main league. I picked up uh Green Bay in most of my leagues. I've been playing the Bills since week 1. It's not a bad. It's a, it's a good bad. defense. They Bills have a good defense. They always been a good defense. I think another one that I would stay away from is even though I would be tempted to take it, I would stay away from the Steelers 49ers game. Yeah. By because we don't like, know, there's too many variables going yeah. into that game. Especially because you have two wildly contrasting performances by mm. Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if I am betting that game, I'm taking the Steelers. Yeah, I would too. Okay. Yeah, I, it, it just, just I, I would stay away from it because too many too many variables going in. Uh, not, but like I said, not even with Pittsburgh what, though. Yeah, even like with just the 49ers. look at the two games that Jimmy Garoppolo has played this year. I, I think it's it's going to be a progression. I think Garoppolo. I think that team's going to be very very good this year. I think it's just going. It, it's the same thing with like what happened to Andrew Luck. I think it really just back. comes down to the front seven that, like Garoppolo wasn't under pressure yeah. against Cincinnati because all of their, their their entire defensive fronts over the age of fifty. He will be constantly under pressure against the Steelers. Yeah, and it will shake things up. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the first. Two possessions that the Steelers had against Seattle, they had three sacks. Yeah, two of them happened on back-to-back plays. Yeah, Garoppolo is going to get sacked a lot, and I do. But that's the thing, like kind of what you were saying, like Garoppolo doesn't need to be sacked mm-hmm. to have it affect him, right? Like in the Tampa Bay game that I went back and watched, Tampa Bay wasn't hitting him. No, but they got Tampa the Bay was just getting close, right, to hitting him, and just freaking him out. Yeah, he's still not over it yet. So, and that happens to players a lot. They're worried about that. They're worried. It's in the back of their head, and they're worried about that injury happening again. You know who do- isn't worried about pressure? Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Not affected by pressure. Galvanized. What a god. And the episode right now. Do it. No. Why? <laughs> you fucking. No. I'm not going to end the episode right now. Did you see the completion map you, you had okay, from that Matt? first game? People, I know. I looked it up. Yeah, it was people. 100%. Yeah. But I'm never it was okay, like. Okay, Justin. But it was like. <laughs> It wasn't just this like he was making short, you know, like <laughs> throws. He was making throws all over the field. Why don't they score? T- why don't they score points then? Oh, it's what nice. happens? No. Because Marone's a fucking idiot. Why? I everyone keeps talking to me about how he looks so good and he completes all these passes down the field. Why are they not scoring points? He did fumble three times. So he only lost one of them. <laughs> okay, that's a problem. Yeah, but I mean, he only lost one of them. Uh, but you know, it's. It, they're, they don't have a good, I don't think they have a good offensive system. They've never had a good offensive system. Exactly. We're having alternate conversations here. I'm going to close this one out, though. Make sure you guys follow us on... you got to go to work. In a couple hours, yeah. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FADPOD. Uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, also at FADPOD. But Kuiper maybe will actually make posts there. Subscribe to us on Patreon yes. at FADPOD. Give us, give us some fucking money so we give can drive to Buffalo and try their a month. We, we we will use Patreon money to drive to Buffalo and put a wing through a table for you. Put a wing? A single a wing through a whole table. We're going to throw that wing so hard at the table it's going to break. Yeah. We're going to freeze then, it first. And then give $50 to Corey so you could be his friend. And yeah. then we'll put one of us through the table. It'll, you can't, don't look at me. I can't. It'll probably be me? You'll put me in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't put Justin he, through the table. Kuiper's the one back. that's trained for it, so. Yeah. 
I could be put through a table. I mean, hey, let's put Kuiper through a table. I know how to get put through a table. I'd like to get put through a table, but you guys have to really like be able to like throw me. Yeah, that might be a little. Difficult. I mean, two of us, we might be able. Like, I'm not if, as big as I once was. If Justin and Corey each like got like a leg. You guys aren't gonna know what that means. Never mind. Just pick me up by a leg. I was gonna say they could. Goodbye, everyone. I was gonna say they could flapjack you, but you don't know what that means. No, man, I want to get flapjacked through a table now. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Man.